Rooster Tail Talk, a podcast dedicated to everything related to the sport we all love, hydroplane racing. I'm your host, David Newton, and it's time once again, so sit back, relax, and welcome to Rooster Tail Talk. It is September 20th, 2022, and this is episode 99. It's hard to believe 99 episodes down. Our next one will be 100, and we might we take a week off uh, in preparations for our next interviews. I have a couple interviews in line. Uh, I'm just trying to get scheduling to work for those, and I'm excited to have our 100th episode, but I don't want to rush it. I'll have announcements out later this week if we'll be on schedule for next week or if we'll be delayed. So make sure you stay tuned for that. I'll post on social media and let all of you fans know about that. But this is episode 99, and we're talking about the San Diego Bayfair Regatta that just concluded. Uh, Jimmy Shane and Home Street Bank, congratulations go out, goes out to that crew, that team, as they reigned supreme and were perfect over the weekend over in San Diego. But there was five boats that made the trek down there last weekend. We had, of course, the Home Street Bank, the U1, the U99 Goodman Real Estates. We also had, in the field, the U40 Bucket List Racing, the U9 Strong Racing, as well as the U11 Legend Yacht Transport. So, only five boats made the field down in San Diego. It's kind of been the norm for the past few years down there. Lower turnouts with their boats. The only real news coming into this race uh, was the close championship battle. Jimmy Shane and the Home Street Bank were trying to clinch it over the weekend. And a week before the race happened, actually on September 12th, Bucket List Racing had a press release, or a news release, online and announced that Dustin Eccles would drive the U-40 Miss Beacon Plumbing over in San Diego Bayfair. That meant that Dave Elwak was out of the cockpit. Their statement didn't say if he was fired, if Dave left on his own terms, or what happened. It was very short. All it said was Dustin has been the driver of the 440 since 2016 and is a key member of our team. He deserves this opportunity, and we look forward to racing in San Diego. So Dustin Eccles was back in the driver's seat, um, and the first time he, he got to drive the 40, he's been the longtime driver of the 440. The statement was pretty vague on, on the, and doesn't give reasoning to why the driver change was, but that was their choice for this weekend, to have Dustin in the driver's seat. Unfortunately, it's been a year of, it's been a year of misery for the bucket list racing team, and I think if there wasn't bad luck, they wouldn't have luck at all because it's just been an unlucky season. Um, they've had to do some major rebuilds from Madison, hitting the log, which broke the transom and the bottom out, and did some pretty extensive damage to the hull. They had to repair the boat from the flip in Tri-Cities to have it ready for Seafair. And it looks like they're going to have a busy offseason again. They did some pretty good times in qualifying. They qualified the boat at 158.448 miles per hour, qualified third for the event, but it didn't last long as in the last chance heat of the showdown on Saturday, they broke one of the propeller blades, which ended up tearing out the transom, the bottom, the stuffing box came out, which I think in turn hurt the gearbox. The motor was in question, it looks like, or it sounded like they're going to have it, have it go back um, to be dynoed and worked on. Hopefully the motor's okay. But once again, extensive damage done to the boat, which prevented them from continuing in the race. 
So that taking place on Saturday, that took the field down to four boats. We were left with the 1, 91, the 9, and the 11. As I said earlier, it was the Home Streets weekend. They were the top qualifier. They qualified at 165.636, setting yet another record for restricted hydroplane. Fastest a restricted hydroplane has qualified on that course. But they weren't done yet. They showed that they have had even more speed in the hole. And on Sunday morning, they in testing, they did a lap of 168.589. I know it's been a year where numbers have been down and we've been talking about quality versus quantity, but Home Street has really been showing that they've done their homework and they have their boat at the top right now. It's the cream of the crop and it's not really touchable by the other boats right now. Uh, they qualified four miles an hour faster than the second place boat, which was their teammate, uh, Jeff Bernard in the Goodman Real Estate, but their boat is just playing fast. And I think Jimmy played a smart race, smart weekend. They were able to kind of stay back, have clean starts, and just didn't make mistakes, which he has done in the, earlier in the year. I think looking back throughout the year, he could have and probably should have won every race. But from the first race, breaking the 80-mile-an-hour rule <clears throat> at the Gold Cup, he misses opportunity to win there. He misses opportunity to win last race over in Seafair. Uh, because he jumped the gun. He had the faster boat, kind of shot himself in the foot a few times there to prevent his team from winning. Not the case this last weekend as they reigned supreme. So it actually, Home Street got two race wins because now uh, technically the shootouts or showdowns, the showdown on Saturday counts towards a race win. So Jimmy Shane and the Home Street Bank won on Saturday with a showdown and they won on Sunday in the final heat. What else can you say about the event? But the home street was just lightning quick. They actually did a lap of 158 in competition in the final heat. Insanely fast boat. Uh, great driving by Jimmy Shane. That boat was just well put together. One other notable thing, it was it was fun to see the Goodman Real Estate. They got their boat working a little bit better. The older hull in the Miss Madison Racing Team. Jeff Bernard, he qualified at 161.6. Uh, being, making him the second fastest qualifier. It was f still four miles an hour off the top, off the pace from Home Street, but it was great to see that boat performing better and better. Thankfully, unfortunately, it was a clean event for Unlimited's. No cra other crashes. Unfortunately, the 40 uh, lost a drop and, and broke their boat, but everyone was safe in the race, at least. The other notable thing from the event was Dylan Rune. Or he races the E2 in the Prolite Series, races with the HRL Series, he got some laps in the Goodman Real Estate boat, the U91, and he actually got eight laps on the course, which were all over 135 miles per hour, and he got up to 156.857. Sounds like he got some pretty hot laps in there and felt pretty comfortable being behind the wheel of an Unlimited. So interesting to see him get some laps in there, and who knows what the next season will bring. The silly season's already started, right? Rumors are going around. What's going to happen next year? And we'll, we'll talk about a few of those rumors, but who knows? Maybe we'll see him in Unlimited next year. Um, he is from New Jersey. He's up from the East Coast, so it's good to see some drivers from the East Coast get some seat time. It's hard, to, I know, for them to get in the Unlimiteds. There's some great racers out there that race in the different series in the East Coast with HRL. So who knows? Interesting to see for next year. 
But as I talked about the silly season, what's going to happen? Uh, we know a lot of a lot of different things out there, right? I know a lot of people are wondering where are all the boats at right now? Who will we see next year? There's a lot of boats sitting in shops that are ready to go, are near near readiness to go, are near completion. So I know a few of those have been commented that they'll be out next year. One was go fast, turn left racing. They commented on social media that they'll be they're ready for next year. They'll be at Tri Cities and Seafair at least. So we should see that team out there next year. So that's one boat, one more boat we will see. One question is Graham Trucking. We haven't seen them in a long time. They have two boats in their shops ready to go. The old Leland Hall, which last ran is the Graham 1998 version, or the uh, Spirit of 98 Graham Trucking. That was last run by Corey Peabody. And then the, the old Budweiser, which ran last year with Andrew Tate at the wheel, the U12. And Andrew was under contract this year to race with them. Unfortunately, we didn't see Andrew out there. There are rumors going around. Other teams are in talks with Andrew. But will he stick with Graham? Is Graham going to race next year? Will Andrew race for a different team? There's a lot of months between now and the first race next year. So who knows what will happen. Don't forget about the Spirited Detroit team. There's two hungry drivers that are ready to go. Burt Henderson and Patrick Hayworth. I know they're chomping at the bit and ready to race a full year with Unlimiteds. They have a couple of great boats over there. I know Bert's been working hard on them. The team has not released how close they are to being complete to, to race. But I know a lot of fans are hoping and praying we'll see them out next year. But the U3, Griggs Ace Hardware, they posted on social media that they're working hard on their boat. They've got things taken apart from their from their from the bottom of their boat from when they... Um, struck a log in the river in Tri-Cities. They're already working on those repairs to be ready for next year. Hopefully we'll see them at a few more events. With the U40 bucket list racing, I know Beacon Plumbing was a two-year deal with them. I'm hoping that we'll see them again return next year as their sponsor. Quite interesting, interesting that they changed drivers at the last race of the year. I'm not sure if that means the end of a partnership with Dave Villock and the 40 team. I would assume that since he didn't go down there and wasn't with the team. But what will their future hold? Will they have Dustin race again next year? Are they going to be looking for another driver? Um, time will tell. Lots of rumors and news we will see spread around the web and it's on social media in the uh, upcoming six, eight months before our next race, the first of 2023 season. So I know people are already thinking about it and what could happen. I just hope that we'll get more boats on the water, see more teams out there, and have an even better year next year for H1 Unlimited Racing. We've got the time to prepare in the offseason. I know teams will work on it. I just hope we'll see more of them out there next year. It's a short episode today. We had that race. I hope you enjoyed it. I know some of the streaming was a little sketchy at times, but hopefully what you saw, you enjoyed, um, because that's your last race for H1 Unlimited over the year. And it was, a, it was a pretty straightforward race. It was Home Street's race. Uh, so congratulations go to Home Street Bank, Miss Madison Racing Team, Jimmy Shane, on not only winning the Bay Fair Regatta, but also the National Championships and wrapping up those high points as well. Before I go, I know it's a shorter episode today. I hope you did better than I did on deck-to-deck uh, -deck racing. In my group, I actually placed fifth, which was actually better than I've done the years before. 
Uh, but I want to congratulate in my Richardell Talk podcast group on on deck to deck. Uh, the Handsome Transom Motorsports team, they won. They had 7,989 points. Second goes to J- Jason Walters over in Eastern Washington. Good job getting runner-up there, Jason. And Nelson Holmberg, he placed third in our series. I'll admit I got caught with a tail between my legs because I ran out of bullets for that last event. I didn't choose well enough during the year, and I, uh, I, I lost my pick, so I, I didn't get a pick for the last race, so... Wasn't able to finish in the, on a podium there, but uh, had fun nonetheless doing deck to deck. Hopefully you did as well. And what can I say? But we're already looking forward to the next season. All right. I know it wasn't a short episode today. I promise the next episode will be longer. We're getting back to the interview format. We'll have some good interviews coming up. I've got some great ones on the line. That's all we have for you today. So until next time, I hope to see you at the races.